0: Today is Wednesday, June 14th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is our government. Yesterday, Donald Trump became the first U.S. president to ever be arrested on federal criminal charges. He surrendered voluntarily in Miami and pleaded not guilty to all 37 charges against him. His military ballet slash body Walt Nauta, also pleaded not guilty to his six criminal charges. While there were protests around the area, it did not turn out to be the Eras Tour level crowds that he would have hoped. There were also no dates for future hearings scheduled, and after the arraignment, Trump greeted his supporters at a nearby Miami restaurant called Versailles, nothing is too gauche or on point for Donald, where the crowd sang happy birthday to him, it's today, and he said that he would pay for food for everyone. Thinking back to the Happy Meals for the winners of the college football championship, I feel like this is the one promise Donald might actually keep. Alongside Trump's arraignment, Senator J.D. Vance announced that he will put a procedural hold on the process of confirming DOJ nominees in the Senate as a response to the indictment. Vance justified the move by saying that he is holding these nominees so that Attorney General Merrick Garland cannot use them to harass his political opponents. It is just one of those little peculiarities of the Senate that enables Vance to dramatically slow down the process of confirming presidential nominees, though he can't block them entirely. And it is unclear yet how many actual DOJ nominees this will ultimately affect. But between this and Dianne Feinstein's shingles, Senate nominees simply cannot catch a break this year. Earlier this week, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed first-in-the-nation legislation to outlaw book bans. The new law will make public libraries in the state that restrict or ban materials due to, quote, partisan or doctrinal disapproval, ineligible for state funding. It will go into effect on January 1, 2024, and will require state-funded libraries to adopt the American Library Association's Library Bill of Rights or subscribe to a similar pledge to the effect that the library will not exclude content because of the origin, background, or views of its creators. And that is the latest in the war on Harry Wormwoods. A former NYPD officer is suing New York City and its police captain over the use of PBA cards, claiming that his decision to ticket someone who carried one led to workforce retaliation that resulted in a demotion. PBA is short for Police Benevolent Association, a union that has historically issued courtesy cards to family members and friends that they can use in low-level encounters with law enforcement, such as traffic stops, as a sort of -of get-out-of-jail-free card, if you will. Officers can buy 30 of them a year for a dollar each. Officer Matthew Bianchi described the PBA system in his legal complaint, alleging that individuals without connections are disproportionately penalized while those who have them can get away with dangerous or reckless driving. He said that he frequently raised his concerns and filed complaints while continuing to write tickets to people who held PVA cards for traffic violations, for which he was continuously reprimanded at work before eventually being transferred to a less prestigious parole unit with nighttime hours. He said the change in assignment came after he issued a ticket to the friend of the NYPD police chief and its highest-ranking uniformed officer. About the lawsuit, Bianchi said, quote, I basically had to ruin my career to bring light to a subject that I feel is out of hand. It's worth it to me because I think this is the right thing to do," end quote. I mean, imagine if the SEC could hand out free passes to white-collar crimes to their friends. Oh, wait. Canadian officials are warning that the wildfires which are currently burning across the country could potentially last throughout the summer and continue to impact the northern states in the US over the next several months. As with last week, this is expected to continue to affect air quality as warm and dry conditions are forecast for the summer of 2023. Better for frizz, but worse for respiratory systems. For our last story today, the Golden Globes has been sold to billionaires. Formerly under the purview of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which was an organization run by mostly freelance entertainment journalists, it will now be under the joint ownership of a holding company known as Eldridge Industries, which is owned by billionaire Todd Boley, and Dick Clark Productions, which is part of Penske Media. The price of the transaction was undisclosed, though the proceeds will go to a new nonprofit known as the Golden Globe Foundation, which promises to continue the HFPA's philanthropic efforts. According to reporting on the deal, new ownership plans to expand the Golden Globe's brand as a yet-to-be-named for-profit entity that will now employ the approximately 100 formerly freelance HFPA journalists to produce content and promotional materials for $75,000 per year for the next five years. The next Golden Globe ceremony is scheduled for January 7th, so they have until then to simply not completely destroy the brand. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.